is Alexander Krause. Alex for short, A for too short. Welcome to Big Tall Boys. Nobody doesn't like Big Tall Boys. No, boy. Hello, my name is Alexander Krause. Oh, Alex for short, A for too short. We're getting a little bit there. interrupted. It sounds like there's boys, an introduction going on overhead. If you tuned into last week's episode, you may recognize what is happening. The multiverse has gone mad. Madness has begot the multiverse. And I'm not talking about the Doctor Strange flick. I'm not talking about everything everywhere all at once. This is my own thing. It's my own original thing that's happening concurrently with these large films that are coming out in the cinemas, okay? And my thing has nothing to do with that. I'm not cashing in on anything. I'm dealing with the multiverse. And that's just like my life. My life isn't a cash grab. Okay, I'm not living in a glass house that people can look and watch me inside like that Vince Vaughn film that I've been thinking about recently, but I can't remember what it is. He lives in like, I think it's him. He lives in like, people can see him in the city. I don't know. I don't know. You know, a lot of films are people looking at people living in the city. That's kind of like the whole deal. That's like the whole deal of a lot of movies. Let's jump, let's jump in. You know, multiverse offers up a lot of opportunities. Sure. Our reality might crumble and fall, and we might get a really clumsily constructed season finale. I'm looking at you, Doctor Who. But what we might also get, what we might also get is an opportunity to really engage with who we are as people, you know, to see who, who I am, to have conversations with myself, and, you know, be, beyond like paradoxes and other, other stupid storyline bullshit. It's an opportunity to just, like, explore ideas, to feel like I'm engaging with something beyond myself. This is honestly, you know, I'm being pretty blasé about this. I'm being pretty blasé. I'm also being pretty blasé about my use of blasé. Are we hearing this? Are we hearing me using the word blasé? I'm pretty... I'm pretty cool. I think my vocabulary is actually, like, pretty legit. Um, I'm pretty cray-cray when it comes to vocab. A lot of people say that I can talk a mile a minute, and in that mile, I really get, uh, I really get every second out of the minute. You know, I get every meter out of the mile. I get every, every idea, <laughs> every idea has an idea. You know, here's some other words that I know. Orange, orange. Yeah, orange, you're glad. Yep, that's right. I said orange as an example of words that I know. I'm trying to impress you. And I said the word orange. Look how many words I know. Here, I'm going to just start off with something unparalleled. There we go. That's a word. Um, dudicious. Dudicious. For, for score and seven years ago. That's actually one word. Not a lot of people know that. Four score seven years ago. Yeah, it's one word. Uh, it means to partake of a speech. That's what that word means. I'm like a dictionary. I'm like a... Di- I, you know, Webster, love the guy. Fantastic guy. When when Miriam... Okay, look. When Miriam and Webster got together, it was hard because I loved Webster and he was so close to me and I feel like Miriam was really, you know... Miriam kind of changed them. Suddenly, we weren't going out to the movies as much. We weren't hanging out. You know, we weren't chatting about our favorite words. Suddenly, it was like, oh, at first, it was fine. It was like, oh, I guess Miriam's just going to come to everything and we're just going to have to do this stuff together. But then over time, I stopped being invited, you know, and I thought maybe it was a problem with me, but they said it was because their union formed a bond that was greater than friendship, whatever the fuck that means. So, um, I've got a choice word for you, uh, Webster. Fuck off. Actually, it's two words. Fuck off, even. Okay. And you know what I think about Miriam? You know, I feel like they're a fucking, they're a fucking piece of shit. They're a piece of shit who took them away, you away from me. And I feel like you wouldn't be like this if they didn't drag you into addiction, you know, because originally it was just us and words. And then it became like, oh, we're going to, you know, chase that high. We've got to find thesauruses. What can other words be that are words? And it's like, what the fuck is this? We used to just hang out. This wasn't our careers. It was just a hobby. And you let it all go to your head. And now your books, your name's on the fucking cover. You never see cover with your fucking partner, and it's like, fuck off! Okay, I'm not bitter. I'm not bitter because now I've got dictionary.com and us, we're, we're tight. We're tight knit. Sure, my name isn't on the thing, but like, I'm cool. Like, the two of us are cool and neat and gauche, and sometimes we like chat, and I, it, it's not even about the words. It's not even about the words. Sometimes the words are just expressions for how we feel about each other, yeah? It isn't like the definitions of the words. Sometimes I can just say, hey, dictionary.com, I love you, and that can just sit. 
It can just sit there in the air, in the ether, and it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be. Oh, love is the reciprocation of uh, desires or passion. Whatever. Fuck off. Fuck off. It's just words. Anyway, yeah, so we're doing a multiverse episode. It's going to be pretty neat, gauche, chill, cray-cray, coolio. It's going to be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you know, let's not even, like, let's not beat around the old bush, okay? Let's not beat around the old bush. Let's jump right into this thing because I think they've got some questions for me. Some people might say, hey, Alex, isn't this similar to that Q&A episode you did, like, eight episodes ago or something where you had, like, your past and future self give you messages? And let it be known it's different structurally. Let it be known that there's some key differences between the episodes and really different really think about what you're saying when you come at me like that because I got defenses all the fucking up okay I got walls around me for your criticisms and a lot of those walls are self-deprecating humor guess what I know they're the same I have no original ideas I'm an idiot I'm a loser see and now I'm protected because I said flaws about myself (laughs) let's do it let's jump into the so which is short for episode so 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 hello how are you? <laughs> I assume good? I'm doing good. You assume correctly. <laughs> Great to hear. Now, down to brass tacks. Oh, okay, okay. What would you say are your secrets to success? Secrets to success. I feel like I feel like a large part of my secrets to success are discipline. You know, I think my main secret to success is discipline. Is when I set out to do something, I just do it. Yeah, like I'll be like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sit, I'm, I'm gonna sit, like I'm gonna sit down and I'm just gonna stay there. And the discipline of me like staying there, focused in place, is consistent. Every day I sit. Every night I sit. I'm sitting. I'm ready and I'm willing. And I think that's like it, it's reception. Yeah, it's re- it is it's reception because now I'm sitting and I'm ready to take on information. Yeah, so discipline, reception, um. Success, success. Then the success shall follow. Wow. And I thought I was crazy. Uh, well, uh, you know, well, look, we're both crazy cats, you know. You can call me out for saying discipline and sitting and whatever, whatever. But you got to know that you're also making fun of yourself there, but You know, we're in this together through thick and thin. You know how it be. You know how it could be. You know how it could be. You know how it is. Ain't all right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yep, 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 yep. That's how it is. That's how it is. You know, we got to accept who we are. And when we're faced with ourselves, we can really understand who we are as people. Exactly. Exactly. Have you ever wanted kids? Children? Like those little fucking people? Um... No. I feel like if I did have one, it'd be... It'd be bad. I just don't have space for them. You know, like a lot of times people are like, oh, why don't you get into, like, I love to learn the piano, but like a full piano is a whole room. I don't have space for that. So when people mention having kids, it's like, I can't Tetris them in, you know, there's no like, unless I get a full line clear, then I guess, but then I lose part of the kid, I think, in the metaphor. I don't know what the, I'm losing track of the, like, the metaphor and how it connects to this. I don't want to lose part of the kid. I think that'd look poorly on me. I, yeah, I don't have space. Um, and I feel like even after a year, I'd be like, you know, Marie Kondo, does this bring me joy? I don't know. I don't know if I'd keep it beyond a year. I don't know if I'd like hang on to it. You know, I changed houses pretty frequently recently. So I don't know if like, I don't know if it makes the cut on the move. I don't know if I write a, on a box with Sharpie. I don't know if I write kid and place them in there. I don't know if they make the move. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> funny guy. Funny guy. Yeah, yeah. You, you've had a long history of saying that you're funny, but not actually maybe ever being it. Could you maybe tell me a joke? <sighs> no. That's unfortunate. It is unfortunate, but unfortunately, like, I can't be the one that's always trying to uplift things, you know? Uh, it's kind of rude to tell somebody to tell a joke, uh, and that's not a defense against me never actually saying anything funny or whatever, me not being able to live up to that promise. It's because you asked it, and I'm kind of, put, you know, whatever. But things weren't always, you know? Things weren't always. They weren't always like that. I used to be... Yeah, I used to some I used to be the kind of guy that when somebody said tell a joke, I'd straight away be up there with a knock knock. 
you know, I'd be out there, I'd be like, I'd be saying it. I'd be saying most of it. Most of the words would link into funniness. And people were pretty excited by that. This is a real story, and I want to get real for a second. When I was in early high school, I had... Uh, books and apps and whatnot that had like jokes in them. And I read every single one, like beyond telling them as, Hey, here, listen to this joke. I'm going to tell you a joke right now. I actually read all of them. I had an app. I like, I had a, you know, not to, you know, date myself to say that I'm <laughs> young, but when I was in high school, I had iPods and stuff like that was all uh, it was all out when I was in high school and I had an app on there that was 10,000 jokes and I read every single one. I actually went through the entire app and I ran out of new jokes and they never updated the app. So that was pretty much it. So I think what I'm trying to say is that I'm a, I'm, you know, I'm a dictionary when it comes to jokes. I know all of them. A lot of times when somebody tells me a joke, I, pr- you know, I either, I either know what the answer is going to be. Or, like, I pretty much got it down pat, you know? There's, like, a structure to it. They're pretty terrible. I really hate those structured jokes now. Now I really, I loathe them. I find them a bit too formulaic. Here's the fun game you can play if you are interested. I play as a bit all the time. Some people really don't like me doing it, but I really get a lot out of it. If somebody tells you one of these jokes and you stop them and you you play a game with everybody trying to guess what the punchline is, it's I find it to be a lot of fun because you're trying to find what type of pun they're trying to get out of. Oh, what does a ghost what does a ghost call a candle or whatever, you know, classic joke. What does a ghost call a candle? And you're like, oh, boo, plasma, uh, frightening, Casper, Casper, Casper candles, a thing. Like you're trying to find the connection between the two things, like the Venn diagram in between them. That's a fun little, there's a legitimate response to what you've asked me there. So, um, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Sorry. I think you were saying something. I mean, you're a whole lot of man. Yeah. Yeah. I am a whole lot of man. Yeah, I am like a fully, fully fledged man. Uh, a lot of people are intimidated by it as well, which is problematic. A lot of times I set off into the world and I'm having to hide things. You know, I'm hiding my body. I'm putting little black sensor bars up. If people saw all of me, they would... It's like the Ark of the Covenant. The face would melt off. It's too much man for someone to handle. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. I'm not even talking about like, like, uh, like penis or anything. Like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm trying to be gross about it. It's people see me and it's, wow, that's a lot of man. That's a hunk. A hula, hula, hula. That's what they say. They see a hula. Yeah, they do like the old, you know, wolf in a cartoon. Their, you know, their chin falls to the ground. Their eyes go, and, you know, they go, ah, 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 and they start panting. And in turn, they start, as if I was a cartoon pie, they float in the air to my aroma scent. I'm a man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the thing is, you, you can't, you can't do that anymore. You can't do that. Yeah, you can't do that anymore because it's, it's become this thing where you can't, you can't do it. You can't be a man anymore. You know, I'm glad that it's just the two of us in this room. I can finally be honest. You know, there's all these, there's all these awards that they're, you know, these participation trophies. And let me show you, let me show you one of my participation trophies. Okay. These bloody participation trophies. No, but seriously, could you remove that from the premises? I'm sorry. I, yeah, I can, I can get rid of it. I, I didn't want to confront you with, you know, it's, it's the, it's the, it's the, it's the, it's the culture. It's the culture. And the thing is, my favorite type of cancel is cultured. I love everything that's been cultured. I love the stews. I love the pickles. I love, I love everything that's been cultured. And yeah, yeah, I think this interview's going good. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good about it. Yeah, but we're doing good. Yeah, no, we're doing good. We're doing good. Yeah, we're feeling good. We're feeling good. It's nice. It's not. It's just, it's nice, you know, just to be able to talk with you. And it's not that we're, it's not that we're delving into like unsanitary, you know, it's not that we're not, we're not saying that. No, I'm just saying like. No, like, exactly. We're not saying like, it's not, it's not wrong. It's never wrong. It's just ideas. And it's, it's, it's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would never, I would never say anything that was like too far. I would never. <laughs> I would never. Of course not. Yeah, I would never say, I would never say anything like, 
rat, rats should wear little hats. Like I wouldn't say, cause I know there's a lot of things that it comes out and we talk about things and it's like, Oh, don't say this, say this, say that, you know, yada, yada, yada. And people are tired of us, you know, uh, you know, people are tired of like the white males talking about like cancel culture and whatnot, but I'm just happy that I just want to say this rats should be able to wear hats. If we can get, it, it rhymes, it rhymes, which is cool. I think if, I don't like rats. I had a mouse problem pretty recently and they're pretty gross. And I feel like if I just saw the little guy skeeting across the floor in a little cowboy hat, it would be a different story. It'd be a different story and I'd feel a little bit... Hang on, let's let's get back on topic. Yeah, okay, let's get back on topic. <laughs> let's, let's talk about what we're really here to talk about. We're really here to talk about who I am as a person. Really? Yeah, really, really, we are. We are. Okay... Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I feel like I feel like what I want to talk about is who you're employed. I am employed. I am. Yes, of course, I'm employed. <laughs> We're going to talk about myself. I don't like it when sometimes when you're having a conversation with somebody, particularly when you meet somebody new, a lot of times it jumps immediately into that career oriented stuff. You're right. Where. You start to get to know each other and straight away it's, you know, what do you do for work? What are you doing for work? How are you grinding? Nine to five, nine to five, nine to five, wine and dine. You know, like you go out to dinner and you don't want to wine and dine them the nine to five them, you know? And a lot of people are setting out to do that. Yeah. It's when in actuality, I want to wine and dine and then have a good time. Yeah. I want to be able to sit down, have a conversation and it's not be work. Is if we're talking about work, then it becomes work. I'm talking about who's using the photocopier. Where is the photocopier? What's the shredder up to? It's everything to do with that little room where all the paper shit happens in in the office. And I just don't care. I don't care. And I don't want to bring that into a date. And that's just me. I'd rather be like, hey, your name is, you know, your name is Cindy, right? Alex, right? And yeah, yeah, then they would say, you want to, actually, yeah, we can role play this. We can, great idea. We can role play this. Yeah. So your name's Cindy. You say Alex, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It is. It is Alex. <laughs> let's get down to, let's, let's really dive into who we are as people on this date. I think it'd be nice if we could actually talk about who we are beyond the small talk. I want to, I want to lay out expectations. I want, I want a full commitment. I want a full, I want like a signed contractual agreement. Interesting. Uh, you never told me that. And I'm telling you that now. I'm telling you that now. I don't want this to be casual. I want this to be like a real experience that we're both intertwined in. I want to be like the, uh, what's that medical symbol with the two snakes that are all coiled up together? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Kind of like that. Kind of like that. I'm, I'm wanting, I'm wanting to find somebody to be my other half, you know, the yin to my yang, the, the, the cereal to my milk, you know, the other half to my half, uh, for the half and half of, uh, milk, a lot of milk, a lot of milk, milk and honey, milk and honey. Things weren't always the best though. Hmm. Yeah. Things weren't always the best. When I was a kid, I was raised up. You know, I was lifted on my dad's shoulders. He would carry me around. I'd point at a balloon and he'd buy the balloon for me. And then I started to grow up. His shoulders got weaker as I got larger and people sold less balloons at fairs. And all of a sudden, I didn't know what to point to. I didn't know where to sit. I didn't know what to climb. I was suddenly grounded. I was on the floor, wings clipped, not even fairy floss in sight. My father's shoulders ruined, like blades fucking spurred, blades spurred, bone through, through cartilage, through skin, a complete mess of a man. I, I don't know what happened. What was their name? He was just dead to me, you know, not dead to me. <laughs> Let me be clear. He wasn't dead to me. Although his bone spur shoulder problem did become... I was going to say egregious, but I don't know if egregious is the right word. What are, what, what are you scared about when it comes to this day? What are you scared about? Are you looking for anything or anyone in particular? <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, I guess what I, what I want to see in you. I think I'm looking for somebody who's daring, somebody who's scary, somebody who's frightening, but also like not a, 
Not like too much. I don't want somebody who's confrontational. I don't want somebody who's like a big deal. If they have more Instagram followers than me, then I'll I'll kill myself. Like I'll do it straight away. And know that I don't have any Instagram followers. I don't use Instagram. So it's a pretty fine line to walk, you know? You can't be popular. You can't be cool. You can't be gauche. But like, I want you to be cool. I want you to be cool. I want to be a gauche. I want you to be like a nice person that I can chat with and just sit down with. But also you're motivated and your motivations lead you to have these big ventures and ideas and concepts. And I want you to be connected. I want you to have like, you know, connect me with people in your life and then we can have chats and discussions and kind of like an open floor plan of a personality. I want you to have an open floor plan of a personality. While I'm chatting with you in the living room, I want you to be like, you know, to my side, hanging up clothes. I want you to be there, you know, cooking dinner. (laughs) While we're in conversation, I want you to be doing all the chores, okay? I want an open floor relationship. It's what I'm calling it. And it sounds because open floor plans are new enough in concept and in discussion and in the zeitgeist that it's far enough away from me saying I want a nuclear family. I want to have conversations with you while you're preparing my dinner. Yeah, I'm just your traditional guy, but I'm using new wave terminology to disguise it. Yeah, yeah. (sighs) Okay, let's end, end the date. End the date here. I'm... Thank you for letting me do that. I got a lot out of just like pretending and playing game, playing games and playing house. Um, I think that revealed a lot about what we're both after. You wanted more. I did want more. I wanted, I want, I don't just want a life partner. I want a partner in life. You know, I want someone who will be there for me and will say what needs to be said when saying is said. You know, and it's hard to really even describe because I feel like a lot of times they would catch me. I would say something dumb and they'd be like, saying is said, and he said, what? What are you fucking Elma Fudd? And I'd be like, yeah, yeah, you're right. I, well, and then I'd correct them because I say Elma Fudd. I feel like I'm moving more with Samity Sam. And then they'd be like, well, now you're being contentious. I feel like you're a bit of a daffy duck. And then we'd be at each other's throats, you know? We'd be like, you're a fucking Bugs Bunny. You've always been a Bugs Bunny. I'd be like, yeah, well, you were born a Lola Rabbit, but now you're Lola Rabbit in the new Space Jam. Your hips are lying to me, buddy. And then they'd be like, yeah, well, if I'm a Lola Rabbit, then you're a fucking Marvin the Martian, huh? Silent fucking piece of shit. How about you? How about you getting your UFO and fucking... Yeah, fuck off, even. But you weren't okay with that. I don't know. Yeah, I wasn't okay with that. I wasn't okay. I'm not okay with that. I wish I was decisive. I wish I could just say and do. Action leading to reactions. First law of motion, stay in motion. I... I wish I wasn't stuck in place. I wish I wasn't here. I wish... I wish I wasn't here. (laughs) Ultimately, I wish I wasn't. You know, it'd be nice if we could... It'd be nice if we could just end this discussion now. Well, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Yeah, let's not get ahead of ourselves. I think we're about, like, halfway through this, by the way. Not to, like, do any behind-the-scenes bullshit, but you've got, like, 84 randomized things you can say. And, and, like, the stress is building. The stress is building. And I feel like our past self were a piece of shit. Yeah, they were. They were. They were. They are a piece of shit in putting together something this long that we have to continue to, like, accept and continue on with. Where does Alex go from here? Where do I go from here? That's a great question. I think, I think my journey forward is like, I've talked about discipline. I've talked about like who I am as a person. I feel like what I'm trying to attain in the future is recognition. I think I'm actually doing everything right. I think it's time that society stepped up is a lot of times people will say, what's your five-year plan? And I'll say, um, for people to start doing their half of the bargain, I'm doing the podcast, I'm writing stuff, I'm releasing things, I'm out there, you know, I'm out there performing on stages, I'm out there working in schools, you know? And it's like, a lot of times people are like, hey, what are you having for, what are you doing for the weekend? What are you having for lunch? And it's like, I'm sorry, these questions shouldn't be that. They should be praise. A lot of times it should be people saying, Alex, 
wow, your weekend must be amazing. What are you going to do with this one? And now that's a real question. Now that's a, that's, I, and you could say that's a leading question, but it's a positive leading question. So I'm cool with that. Yeah. Where I go from here is people doing their half of the bargain is people now saying, yeah. He's got it. He's got it going on. Here's the awards. Here's the acclaim. Here's the certificates. Here's the giant checks for a million dollars. Thank you. I made it out to cash. If you could be on any deserted island, which deserted island would you be on? Ooh, great question. Great question. Um, I, the one from Castaway rings a bell. Uh, it just rings a bell. It doesn't really excite me, but I'm like, I'm familiar with it. I think, I think the goal of being on a deserted island is being on one of the famous ones. Yeah. Either Castaway or the one from Lost, maybe. You know, see some smoke that turns into a polar bear. Find the others, you know. And I feel like that was kind of a rude... Let's not call them the others. I think that's that's where they went wrong with that. John Locke, you piece of shit. You shouldn't have called them the others. Hurley, what are you doing? Get in your van. Invite them into the van. Have a conversation. Drive around for a bit. Get to know them. Go on a vacay together. Don't just call them the others. And that's my note on deserted islands. You're involved... In it? No, I wasn't involved in the writer's room for Lost. You know, I was talking with J.J. Abrams for a bit, and a lot of things he was saying were, look, I don't know you, I don't know who you are, you're too young for this, you're so young to be contacting me. I think Lost started when I was, like, 11 or something. When did it start? Yeah, I was probably, like, 8, 10, I don't know. But, you know, I was sending all my letters to J.J. Abrams, and he didn't want me involved. He said, you're too young, you're too creative, I'm threatened. And I knew that the first note was wrong. He obviously loves to bring kids into his work. You know, he's got all these, uh, he's got all these, you know, a lot of the writer's rooms are child labor. A lot of these rooms that you don't know, and this is what Hollywood won't tell you, is the most creative, and I, this is a real thing, is the most creative people are, when they're children, if you ask them to say, how many things can you do with, uh, how many things can you do with this hat? And you give it to an adult and you give it to a child. The child will just be expressive. They'll give you 60 ideas. They'll be like, I can put money into the hat. I can wear the hat. I can wear out the hat. I can have worn the hat. I can be wearing the hat. And they'll give you like all of these different like past participles, future participles, present participles. They'll just get it. They understand language. They understand what they're talking about. You give it to an adult and they're like, I can sell the hat, make some money and afford rent. And it's like, I'm sorry, life isn't all about rent. Who are you, fucking, fucking Andrew Garfield? Who are you, Andrew Garfield? Life isn't about rent. Who is he playing in that movie? I don't know, Larson? I don't know. I don't know. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Oh, but yeah, like, I, I could go for some Andrew Garfield. <laughs> well, yes, please. Yeah, yes, please. Give me some of that Garfield. Ka-ching, let me tell you what. Hey, he's, uh, you know, lasagna ain't the only thing I'm eating on Mondays if I'm with Garfield. Am I right or am I right? <laughs> Are you looking to find love? You have already asked me this, but I guess in turn, I guess in turn, if the right, if the right person came along, you know, if the right super celebrity was here in front of me, I'd be like, yeah, let's do it. Let's lock it in, Eddie. If Eddie McGuire came in, I'd be like, yeah, let's lock it in. I don't need to phone a friend. I'm ready to do it. You know, lock it in. My answer's D. I answer D to this, Eddie. Give me the D, baby. <laughs> That's what I'd say to Eddie McGuire. Now, not a lot of people know this, but you, you have a special skill. <laughs> I do have a special skill, and that is... Uh, and this is something I've mentioned probably too many times to even mention on this podcast in this fashion, but... I am experiencing time non-linearly. Of course, I'm in a slumdog millionaire situation. Concurrently to now, I am being, uh, I'm being, uh, interrogated. I'm also like experiencing who wants to be a millionaire. And a lot of the things that people say to me are the clues. My special skill is that if you give me trivia, I will utilize it in who wants to be a millionaire. If you say like, did you know that whales, whales are full of blood? I'd be like, yeah. I could use that. I could use that. Because the question would come be like, what are whales full of? Water, air, fish, or blood? And I'd be like, lock it in, D, Eddie, and I'll get it. I'll get it every time. My special skill is I'll utilize your trivia in the future for who wants to be a millionaire. And you may not see it, but know that the audience is having a grand old time. <laughs> of course, of course, of course, of course. Yeah, of course, 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 of course. Okay. 
calm down, calm down. Yeah, I went too far. I went too far with the of courses. I'm sorry. I got excited. You know, I think a lot of times that we're we're skipping over the fact that we're actually in this multiversal situation, that we're talking, we're discussing, that this is a real opportunity for us to engage, you know, and it's it's confronting. It's it's honestly confronting. How are you dealing with that? I'm not dealing with it well. If you could tell, I'm kind of like, I'm spinning out, you know? I'm a little Lightning McQueen at the end of, you know, the start of Cars 3. I'm fucking crashing. <laughs> I'm, I'm Pete Holmes on HBO. I'm crashing. <laughs> I'm a musical on NBC. I'm crash. <laughs> hey, call me a bandicoot because I'm crashing. <laughs> I don't have any more. I don't have any more. I don't have any more. And that was actually enough of them, I think, to actually get the point across. And that kind of started everything, right? That did start everything. I think once I came in and I realized that, hey, there's a pun here on crashing. This can get the ball rolling. What other types of crashing are there? And not to do like too much into my own process, but you can. You can. Like you can... You can do it. You can do it. You say the words and you say them, you know? Can you? Actually, though, can you? Yeah. 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 It's good that you call me out because I actually can't. Uh, a lot of this, a lot of the time I'll start something, I'll say crashing, crash, 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 what is, what is crashing? And I actually can't and I don't fulfill the promise and I bail by saying, you know, by saying like, fuck you, fuck the audience, or I'll do like a bit of... I start, I say one thing that's kind of good and then I'll say nothing to follow it up with and I'll quickly move on to the next thing out of fear. And know that, yeah, know that it'd be better. It'd be better if you were always here because I feel like you're here to catch me when I fall. And you have parents? I do have parents. I do. Are you saying that they could help? Because I think they could. We did mention my dad earlier, but I guess, I guess you're right. I guess you're right. My dad, my dad, my you know, my parents could actually Step the fuck up. That actually be nice. Yeah. If I start saying crashing on HBO and I start saying crap, you know, whatever. I'm like, oh, you know, let's get over this Phoebe Walter Bridge because uh, I feel like I'm crashing and people could be saying like, oh, the pun isn't working and whatnot. But that's actually an opportunity for my parents to jump in and to either bring in a new crash pun or to, you know, to... To insult, to insult, to back me up, to say like, who the f- where the fuck do you get off saying that that wasn't good enough? He did like four crash puns back to back, you piece of shit. And my parents doing that would really actually be really nice. I'd feel loved. I'd feel like they're actually like involved in my life beyond what do they do? Birth and raise me? <laughs> and what now? I just like call them every once in a while and hang out and... Yeah, like, it doesn't... It'd be nice if they could step up and defend me against the haters. That actually got a pretty long way. That actually got a pretty long way. Yeah, it would. It would, mum. It would if you stood up and you jumped into the comments and said, Hey, guess what? So everybody should stop hating on Alex because he's pretty cool and chill. And I birthed him and raised him. So if you're insulting him in a way, you're insulting me for raising him poorly. Yeah, because know that it's also on you. Know that it's also on you for the... When they insult me, that's actually a big dig at you for fucking up. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is actually in turn. It's all on you. The onus does not fall on me. The responsibility of me being a good person always falls on the parents. The apple doesn't fall far from the rotten trunk. <laughs> That's very rude. Oh, uh, Don't weasel your way out of it. I'm, I asked you a question. You did? You asked me a question about... Uh, did you ask me a question? Whoa! No! No, yeah, I didn't think that you did. I didn't. That's a missed opportunity there. It'd be nice if you actually threw out a question. Unfortunate. It is unfortunate. I feel like a lot of times it's me reacting to just your reactions. It'd be good if you just said a question. Yeah, say a question so I can actually answer it, all right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think we are doing good. Yeah, I think we are doing good. Are we? Yep. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, like that doesn't, what does that give me? I guess we're doing good. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great. I'm feeling gauche. But like, if you could just like ask me a fully fledged question, that'd go a really long way to me having more to talk about. <laughs> Let's do that. Let's do that right now. We're going to do that right now. I think, I think now is the time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So now say the question. Don't just, don't just fuck around with this thing. God, that lined up perfectly. Just say it. 
This time you're really gonna say a question. And in terms of work, how is work going? You wanna talk about work? There we go. Now that's a question. You asked me about work before. A lot of these are kind of repetitious, but yeah, work's going good. You know, I'm going in, I'm going out, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting down, I'm sitting out, you know, um, and I'm benched. Yeah, me saying I'm sitting out is true. I'm benched at the moment. So my boss has benched me. Uh, you know, I'm hoping they, they pull me aside after like a mishap or like I, I fumbled. They pull me aside, they put me on the bench, and I'm waiting to get back out there. You know, but I'm still being supportive. You know, I'm when another player gets called out from the bench, I'm patting them on the back and whistling and being like, "You got him, Jeremy." But yeah, it's hard. It's hard being benched. I'm I'm waiting for my time. I'm waiting for my time. I'm hoping that in those last desperate moments, they need somebody fresh on the field, and they'll call me out, and I'll be able to win the game, slam down the ball, the lights explode. You know, that'd be nice. That actually be really good, but. In my heart of hearts, I know they're doing a good job in keeping me on the bench. If anything, my boss is doing a great job in being my boss in saying that I shouldn't be out there. I shouldn't be engaging with people. I shouldn't be playing. I'm not in a good state of mind. I'm not a good person. I'm not sane. Like, I'm not, I'm not structurally sound. Talking about like open floor planning as a dating strategy also as like a, a, a psyche. I'm not structurally, like the, the open floor plan has not left room for pillars to hold up the roof, if you know what I mean. Things are collapsing. I'm crashing. I'm, I'm, I'm Phoebe Walter bridging. Okay. And it's the, it's the bridge less travel because now I'm just, I'm lost. I'm out on my own and I have nothing. And I don't have, I don't have much going on. So it's a good idea for my boss to be like, it's not time yet. It's not good. It's not good. Yeah. 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 What are the plans for the future? What are you going to do? Well, in terms of this, I think my plan for the future is to just say time 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 it's all about time it always comes back to time and the best use of time that you can possibly do is to just take pictures take pictures because you know that if you can trap those moments in time they might be out there might be technology in the future that can bring you back you know is if things are going really poorly and you're afraid that time is slipping by take enough pictures to know that eventually maybe there'll be technology to jump into the photographs you know, to spend some time in those moments, to spend less time in the future. I'm really, I'm heavily banking. I'm heavily banking. Both, just in, <laughs> not on any, I'm heavily, I'm, I'm investing a lot of money. I'm, I'm heavily banking on the idea of technology getting to a point where it can save my soul. Yeah, like, at this point, I've seen too much for the devil not to be like, I want him. I want him in my deal. I want him down there, you know? And I've, yeah, I've done too many bad things for God to like me. I've done too much bullshit to ever be successful. So I'm really hoping for like new tech. You know, I'm hoping that, in, you know, that inception happens and I can just remain in my dreams for an extended period of time and slow down reality. Like I really, I really need this shit to happen, guys. Okay. I need the grand collective to start cataloging people's personalities and, you know, putting it up into the cloud matrix or whatever. I need some sci-fi bullshit to bail me from my life, please, please. Because without that, without that, I have nothing. Without that, I have nothing. My future is grim. It's fucking, it's ABC's grim, okay? It's fucking, it's Cartoon Network's, uh, the, the, the grim adventures of Billy and Mandy, okay? Call me Grim Fandango because it's fucking grim, okay? Call me Elon Musk's ex-wife because I'm fucking grime and I'm fucking grim, but of course, like I have new, I have new ideas. Of course, like I'm always coming up with new stuff and new concepts. And would you mind showing us? Yeah, of course, of course, I have it here. Whew. lucky, lucky, lucky you are. I've got the new thing, the new hot toy, right off the presses. It is a action figure of myself. It's a little action figure. Fuck, that's hot. It is. Hot. <laughs> it is. It is. You know, I was talking with them and they're like, you know, out of the box, do you want this to have customizable clothes on it? I'm like, no, I want it to be nude. I want it. <laughs> I want it to be at least shirtless. I want it to be shirtless. I want the pants to be tasteful, you know, because I'm classy. I'm a classy guy. But like, I want you to be able to look at this thing and be like, wow, now that is a to toy. Now that is a toy. Now that is, I'd buy that. I'd buy that and play with it, if you know what I mean. And it actually has like a bunch of sounds it can do. And I know this is very much in keeping with the idea of this episode, but there's a lot of things you can make it say by pulling the drawstring. So let me just fire that bad boy up. Let me pull on the drawstring. Sorry, lump in my throat. 
Yeah, like I, I did record a few of these. <laughs> I did record a few of these in a warehouse that was not well ventilated. So a lot of these aren't the best. A lot of these aren't the best. So let me, I'll check. This one was pretty, I, I'm sure the next one would be better. Pretty. Give me pretty. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, I get that. I get it. I get it. <laughs> yes, a lot of them. <laughs> I was hoping there'd be more that would be like catchphrases. <laughs> but it turns out a lot of them are pretty bad. <laughs> so, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, look, nobody's going to be, you know, nobody's going to be, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger's not going to be running through the fucking, you know, through the malls trying to get the last action hit. Whatever that movie is. Sorry, I dropped the toy. I'm just picking it up. And I think, yeah, so the, the toy's going to be, like, on the shelves pretty soon, but, which is pretty exciting. It's pretty exciting. And people are okay with you, like, being there. Honestly, you can't stop me, you know? Like, I'm I'm, I'm going to be out there. I'm doing an early Christmas release by bringing it out in April. It's, it, you know, you got to get in early, you know? Like, Furby's nostalgia is at an all-time high. And with that nostalgia, I'm trying to ride the high of Furby's nostalgia. You know, I'm trying to get my action figure inserted into some movies. I was already talking to Mitchell and his machines. And I was like, hey, can we get my toy in a movie as if it was something released in the 90s so people think it's retro? And, you know, Mitchell was like, look, we can't do it. This is, like, th- that's <laughs> that's my last name, first of all. We're the Mitchells, let me be clear. And also, like, we're animated and we're, you know, we're not people that you can talk with. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I get that. I get that. Um, A lot of times I run into this problem. I start talking to animated people and they're pretty defensive about it, you know, is I'll be talking to Brian the dog and he'd be there drinking a martini and he'd be like, shaking not stirred or whatever bullshit his, uh... He's, uh, you know, he's, he's, uh, he's, he's, to- yeah. Can you stop? Thank you. Thank you for pulling the rock out from under me. I can stop. Thank you. I had nothing. <laughs> I had nothing for that. What was I going to talk about? Um, what's that movie called? Yeah, no, thank you. And look, I'm even trying to pull on other things. Thank you for stopping me there. I had nothing to say about my, um, I had nothing to say about that. Let's get back into the interview. Let's get back to us talking, just the two of us. You know, you're single, I'm single. <laughs> we're both. We're both single. We are. Yeah, we, 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 both, we both are single, but I feel like we maybe already discussed this a bit and, you know, this wasn't really going to, like, happen or we were, like, playing. Uh, huh. You seem a little bit defensive there. Yeah, I just, I don't really want have, I don't really, um... I just, I don't think you have enough dialogue options for us to actually engage romantically. You probably shouldn't have that in here. Yeah, like, we can't have that in here. We can't have that in the episode because it's just, it's not going to structurally work. It's better if, in like, like the doll, it's better if you just have, like, your single words that you say and then I react to them because you're not going to have enough things. Extrapolate on that. Yeah, to not, like, to pull the rug out from under you and to explain how exactly this episode is structured of course i've generated a list of phrases that you're saying like i've i've recorded 84 different things that you can say and i've put them through a randomizer so they're just randomly popping up in order and i'm kind of reacting to them uh so yeah not to do too much inside baseball stuff but i just i'm worried that if we try to make our relationship too engage you know like to a part of it you could then say something against me and i'd react to it and then you could say something positive and it's just the flow isn't gonna happen because it's randomized so i don't even know what's gonna come up you know it'd be good if we could just talk about if let's actually we've talked a lot about us and me and stuff but let's actually just talk about the podcast let's talk about what the podcast means yeah and nobody was doing what you were doing you know you were doing something new and provocative and explain that we were we were innovating you know we came in and we said i want to create a podcast that's sound and no light and just like People can listen to it and on the train, at home, washing the dishes, anywhere, anytime, all the time, all at once. It's noise. It's noise. It reverberates. Your walls shake if it's loud enough. And people can... And I've got an idea. And this is the big idea. And it was... I I went in and I said, I'd like to make a podcast that feels like those high-pitched noises they play to stop loiterers in Japan and whatnot. I want a podcast that when it plays... 
you know, the teens scatter. They they don't want to have to like, they don't want to be involved. I want a show that's for us. You know, it's for me. It's for guys like me. And my demographic, my key demo, my audience is me. It's actually good to have this multiversal situation because finally I'm able to hear what the other me's are making. I'm finally able to say, hey, look, I'm making this podcast. What are you making? What are you doing? And that connection, that engagement is actually really, it's brought in a lot of concepts, a lot of new ideas about what we can do. I know that originally when I started podcasting, you know, I was kind of replicating. I was replicating. I was, I was replicating. I was, I was watching all these podcasts. I was listening to all these podcasts and it was like, oh, they did an introduction. I'll do an introduction. They did an outro. I'll do an outro. Commercial breaks, brand sponsorships, success, fame, acclaim, uh, movie deals, yada, yada, yada. And I was like, I'll do that. I'll do that. I'll do that. And then it reached a point where I had to say to myself, who am I if I'm just doing what other people are doing. If I'm just successful, if I'm just famous, if I'm just gauche, if people just like me and they appreciate me and they admire me and they look up to me and they want to like have my autograph and have my children and, you know, sign up to my Patreon, then am I any better than Jake and Amir? Like, am I any better or am I just them? You know, am I just fucking them? And I don't want to just be them. I want to be my own person. I want to venture out into my own ideas and concepts. And that was the initial conceit. That was the initial conceit. You said you had a secret you wanted to reveal to the general public. What was the secret? Well, okay, kind of a big detour. Um, There was actually a secret that I wanted to share with everybody. And... Okay, I guess I guess now is the time to share the secret. Kind of a heel turn from what we we're just saying, but I think, um, yeah, you know, I think a lot of this smoke and mirrors is to distract from the actual smoke and mirrors that's happening in my life. I'm saying, you know, dolls. I'm saying podcasting stuff. I'm saying, you know, let's pretend we're on a date. Yada yada yada. All this smoke and mirrors is distracting again from the real st- smoke and mirrors, which is, of course, my big secret. I'm the smoke monster from ABC's Lost. Yeah, I said previously I didn't work with J.J. Abrams, but I actually did. Uh, we worked pretty closely on set. Uh, he had like this full plan of what Lost was going to be, this whole structure for all the seasons, what was going to happen. Even like, you know, nothing was going to stop him, writer strikes, whatever. He had a plan. And I came in and I just started filming. I turned on a camera and I got a GoPro. I started filming myself as a smoke monster, turned into a polar bear, kind of attacked John Locke. And I, I snuck it in. I snuck it into an episode and... Abrams was pissed and uh, he kind of had to realign what he was going to do for the show. People like the monster so much that he had to change everything. And now I'm, you know, I'm I'm not supposed to say this contractually. I'm not supposed to say this, but I did cause the downfall downfall of Lost. I kind of brought it to its head. I kind of ruined it. Uh, by introducing things that were hard to explain and justify beyond uh, just ending it all off with purgatory. And for that, I apologize. I apologize to the cast and crew. I apologize to Abrams. And more than anyone, I apologize to Hurley. I'm sorry, Hurley. I love you. I'm in love with you. And um, yeah, yeah. If I could, if, if there's any regret I'd like, if there's anything I could change about the past beyond inception technology, you know, besides like being able to jump into photographs and change things, uh, you know, once the technology's there, obviously I'll be able to do that. And once it does happen, I think I'll jump into a picture of Hurley. Sexy, 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 sexy. Uh, <laughs> yes, very sexy. Very sexy. And that's what, that's what Mario 64 never really got across is you see a little, you see a little water bug in a picture. You see a bomb bomb. You see a Goomba. And it's like, you see Bowser's face and it's like, this is actually pretty hot. You know, you jump into Bowser's face and the ripples come off it and it's like, yeah, I'm fucking in there. You know, I'm going to show you a real Bowser's inside story if you know what I mean. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. He's, uh, he's, he's Cooper ain't the only thing that's going to be caped, if you know what I mean. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to be a fucking, uh, I'm not going to be a fucking shy guy. Uh, if anything, he's not going to be a dry, dry desert. If you know what I mean. If you know what I mean. Okay. Okay. I'll, 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 I'll make him a real, you know, I'm going to be his real one up boy. If you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, I'm talking a lot of nonsense. Would you like to talk some nonsense? Uh, single, si- singles, <laughs> like the cheese, single slice. <laughs> 
There we go. It's good. It's good. like it's good. always good to ground myself and be like, look. At the end of the day, I'm just talking to myself, and I'm putting a lot of pressure on me to come up with all these ideas. But at the, like, you've also got all this crazy shit that you can say. You know, like you can talk about cheese slices, you can say some garbage, and that's kind of like your own thing. And because I feel like usually, like you've been pretty repetitious in general. I feel like maybe mixing up all of these voice lines is caused you to be saying some things that you previously said you know how about you answer the next question okay you whatever the next question is you're going to answer it okay say your question what would you say are your three pillars to success good okay that's actually a good question for you to ask because you previously asked me about um, business my ideas to success and i said discipline so i'd love you to just give me your three work money the cheese, single slice. Great, good, good. And then, like, see, because then there's, like, this back and forth, and I, I feel like I'm really getting to understand what it means to be you as well. And it's good that we're able to do that, you know? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, I think we're, I think we're going good. I think we're going good. Um, we're, we're, we're really reaching the end of this interview now. You know, we're on the home stretch uh, I feel like I feel like we've really made the most of this of this experience. The opportunity was out on the table. Yeah, the opportunity was here on the table. You know, multiverse to have a conversation with myself, really experience what it's like to see where I am as a person. Like, I feel like we're, I feel like we're really living up to it. You know, even like beyond any like technical snafus through, you know, like pre-recorded lines or whatever. Whoa, whoa, whoa. don't give away all of our secrets. <laughs> No, people enjoy, people enjoy it when I give like the background and when I'm doing like the fan mail episode and I'm like, I'm taking the ad board shit. Uh, I think that's fun. I think it's fun. I think my brand is transparency, if anything. Are you happy? Speaking of transparency, well, yeah, I guess no. Uh, yeah, I guess no. If like in a large scale, like on a macro scale, no. Uh, and on a micro scale, probably not. I feel like, yeah, I feel like my life is more unhappiness than happiness at this point. A lot of things that I strive to uh, achieve and do to, you know, to feel joy end up feeling kind of hollow because once they're done, then they're complete. And I, I keep like weaponizing, uh, you know, hobbies and making them into more creative projects and making them into work. And, you know, I spend a lot of time staying up late every night just like making songs and drawing and recording shit and it can make it feel like i'm never just present you know and a lot of times i'll be out with friends or you know acquaintances or whatnot and i'll be a bit out of it and people will say you know is anything is anything all right like are you going okay and i don't even have like an answer to say yeah i'm like this is going wrong it's more like i'm just in my own head about a creative project and I don't want to share that with you because I feel like that's a really fucking stupid thing to say. So I become more self-deprecating with all the self-talk, you know? Like, I don't want to say, yeah, I'm actually not engaging with right now because I'm trying to think of a funny joke about raisins. I have a setup in a script that somebody's saying you're as dry as a raisin and they need to snap back with something. And all I'm doing is wrecking my brain trying to think of the punchline. And... That means I'm disengaging with you out at dinner and you saying, is everything all right with you? And me saying, yeah, I'm thinking of a raisin punchline makes me feel like I'm a piece of shit. So I'm just going to say, no, everything's good. Yeah. Yeah. So I think ultimately I'm unhappy. Yeah. Good question. Thanks for that one. Yeah. Yeah. I actually, I wanted to talk about it, but I didn't want to have to say it, but you are. Yeah. Okay. No, I mean, I think I, I think I did. I think we got down to it. Um, Yeah. I know you wanted to, I mean, end of the interview, it's time to start saying those big questions about what we're doing, who we are as people, really getting down to the nitty gritty. It's actually, it's probably a good idea. And in terms of work, how is work going? You want to talk about work? No, I think we've talked enough about work. I think I've gotten across that I kind of view life as work and yeah, that I'm not in a good place, but hopefully that painting technology can, you know, come out sooner than later. <laughs> And you're okay with me interviewing you, of course. Of course. No, no, no. Like, this is good. This is good. You know, we're getting down to it. Conversations. It's flowing. It's it's nice. If anything, it's nice. If anything, like, it's good. It's okay. Like, if anything, it's okay. And that's fine. So, yeah. Like, hit me with your big questions. Let, let's do it. Tell me about your childhood. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah. Um, 
I think you asked them this before as well. I, yeah, childhood in terms of infancy, I, you know, I think I always saw myself as a rug rat, you know? Like, I was born and it was like, I'm a baby. I'm a little baby boy. Feed me milk and uh, biscuits. And as I grew up, it was, it couldn't all be milk and biscuits forever. You know, you either die a Tommy or you'd live long enough to become a Drew Pickles. <laughs> you either die as a Tommy, an infant, an infant, or you grow up and you're Drew Pickles and you're making sandwiches at night and you look pretty sad in general. And it's, it's unfortunate that there's no middle ground. Yeah, it's unfortunate. You know, you can maybe look at Rugrats, the teens one, you know, where it's like Rugrats all grown up or whatever. And there are a bunch of teens. Maybe that's a middle point. Maybe that's like an opportunity for me to accept myself beyond my childhood wonder and eating my biscuits and drinking my milk. But eventually you're standing in a kitchen at 3 a.m. making a sandwich. And that's just who you are as a person. And accepting that is actually a good way to to move on and to have success and to have something that you can call your own. You have money? I do not, of course. Yeah, I'm living dollar to dollar, week to week. Um, and that's fine, you know. Uh, I'm starting to real with a lack of money, you start to really realize that everything isn't all about money, you know. Because if it was, I'd have nothing. You know, if, if it was all about money, then what am I doing? Well, what am I doing? So when you're really, like, destitute on the streets like a rabid dog, it's a good moment to self-reflect and say, look... Life can't be all about money or else I've got nothing. So I'm cool then. Like life must be about, life must be about bills because I got a lot of those. You know, life must be about, uh, student debt because I got tons of that. Life must be a- about malfunctioning cars and having to bring them to the mechanic and having to like take off a day of work to bring your car in because there's no other days they're available and you need to get it to fix to actually be able to go to work and then you're losing even more money. Life must be about that because if it isn't, then what am I doing? Success must be measured in those things or else What's the point? It must be measured in um, having to mow the lawn. It must be measured in having to clean your clean your room. It must be measured in you getting calls from unknown numbers requesting you to invest money in things. And when you click the thing, you get all your money stolen out of your bank account. Because if it's about just money, then I don't have any, you know, because I already gave them all to the scammers. I already gave it all away. So, yeah. And it, you know, and it can be confronting because obviously I put a lot, of my, a lot of my life on display through this podcast and other works. Did you care that other people were watching? No, it actually sexually excites me. <laughs> yeah, it actually like, it's actually, it's like financial domination, you know? You have people watching you as you make bad investment out of bad, after bad investment. And it's, a, you know, like I have my, I have my Venmo's public. I have, Everything is all up online. You can see it all happening. I have my OnlyFans, of course, and it's free. And when you join, I'll pay you money. And the pictures of me are me, like, losing cash. It's me, like, dropping a dollar. It's me losing my wallet. It's me investing in pyramid schemes. It's a lot of that. And people love it. People love it. And I find it actually pretty sexually rewarding. Is people being able to tune in and view me losing everything is actually, like... It's actually like pretty exciting for me because it's me at my lowest. It's, you know, it's, 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 it's cucking in the highest sense. You know, it's financial cuckolding is, is I'll go out and I'll watch somebody invest money. I'll give, I'll give somebody my bank details and my card and I'll watch them take money out of an ATM. And that's just, that's just everything to me. That's just everything to me. That's an afternoon and that's a night. I lose, I have to block out a whole day when I do that. Funny, 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 funny guy. Yeah, I am a funny guy. I'm a, thanks, thanks. That's actually very nice. Ah, uh, do, 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 do. Whoo. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, we need more than that. We need more than the laughs. No, you needed more. Yeah, I did. I need I needed more. You know, it can't just be it can't be all jokes and laughter and podcasting and whatnot. Sometimes life has to be real and you have to be honest with yourself altogether. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. 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 You're right. Yeah. 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 But yeah, hopefully this painting technology comes through. I think we're like running up the interview. Time and such like. So, yeah. Time and such like. Um, yeah. Hopefully we can manipulate time, get some more time by jumping into paintings. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know if there's like many other things I need to mention beyond that. Um, beyond like the, I mean, I think I got everything mentioned. You know, like I think I think the main thing I wanted to mention was me being sexually excited by financial cuckolding. I think that was like the main thing. Yeah, it's hard in this economy. <laughs> it can be pretty hard in this economy. That's very good. Yeah, yeah, in this economy, it can be pretty hard. Pretty. Hard. That's very good. Oh, holy shit. That wasn't like... T- I didn't tee up for that. That was just the next line. Jesus Christ. Good on you, Alex. Good on you. Past Alex, you done it again. You done it again. Very hot. Very cool. Um, it'd actually be cool if... Do you, it'd be nice to know if, whether you, like, you share on the same things or whatever. You also, like, you find financial stuff sexy? Hot. Very hot. Yeah, very hot. Very... Okay, well, um, I, I actually have some money right here. You have money? Yeah, saved up or just like week to week? Oh, just like what I have in my pocket. If, I mean, you could, I could, I could like invest this in front of you, you know, unless you're like, (laughs) unless you're like too excited by the pro, you know, like we're going to be civil here. Maybe I shouldn't be flashing the cash. Could you, no, really, could you actually put that away? Yeah, I'll put it away. I'll put it away. Sorry, I got too excited at the prospect of like sharing in this fetish. Because, uh, you know, you don't meet a lot of people who are also into it. So it's nice to be able to meet yourself and know that, uh, you know, that's who you are. Uh, you know, it's getting pretty late, though. I think we're pretty much wrapping up. I think it's about time we, you know, we finish this off with a bang, huh? It's never too late. It's never too late. Do you have, like, a plan for how you're going to uh, finish this, you know? You know, because, you know, it's the final countdown. You know, we're going to, like, get to the end point. What is, uh, how are we finishing this off with a bang? You actually have, like, an amazing singing voice. <laughs> Thank you. No, like, really. Like, an amazing singing voice. Yeah. Like, I, be- I bet you if I, like, drop down a tune, you could, you know, you could. I could, yeah. Like, if you want to drop it, I think we can sing together. I think we can do this. <laughs> Let's do that. Let's do that right now. We're going to do that right now. I think... I think now is the time. Yeah. 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 Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. Let's do it. This is a good way to finish it off. This is like a nice, this is like a nice send Okay. Well, this is you. You're singing in this one. I wanted to sing too. Let me just, I'll just do the beat. Okay. I know. Like you want to be the star, of course. I want to be the star. You want to be the star. That's fine. Like I get it. But okay. Let's do it. Like you drop the beat. I'm going to sing over it. Let's go. Do we have a theme? What about the theme is, um, what about the theme is about us coming, about us being people or maybe things we just talked about, you know, uh, financial domination is the only thing I can remember. Cheese slices. We'll find, so we'll find a theme. There's a lot of, you know, if this is like a herald or whatever, we have like, this has been a pretty long monologue of anything. We definitely have topics to cover in the song. Okay. Start us off. Share this time with you. Makes me feel alone Like I can be something quite more Than just a guy from war It's hard to sing to this melody Hard to know which way you will go Even though I did this before I still don't Someone take your money and deposit it you. Need to go find a love on a date. So I do think I found you. I just need you to just show me what I can be, even though you're not here. To do that, you have your own autonomy. So I must let you go. So goodbye to you, my multiverse friend. Goodbye, and this makes a complete end. Goodbye to all this multiverse bullshit. Goodbye. 
perfect MMS rule quickly. Hey, turns out if you record yourself like making a tune that has no consistent melody, it's pretty hard to sing over it. You don't know what's going to happen. It's pretty difficult. You know, I think even if that was like uh, incongruent, if even if that was... um. What's that word for uh, when when noise? Oh, damn it, damn it, Miriam, damn it, Miriam, are taking the words away from me. What's it called when you're um when uh, cacophonous? Even if that was cacophonous, it doesn't mean you need to go snooze in a coffin. Okay, it's fine. It's fine. It's cool. <laughs> you know, we did a good job. I think we did a good job. I think that's pretty much it, right? I think that's like the whole interview. Yeah, I think that pretty much winds up the interview. It's great that we got to chat. It's great that we got to chat. I mean, we never, we should do this more often. We should do like, we should meet up monthly or weekly or intertwine our bodies together, at least fortnightly. That'd actually be pretty, that'd actually be pretty gosh. It's great that we got to talk, you know, I think I learned a lot about who you are as a person and in turn who I am. Yeah, yeah. Is there anything you wanted to say to your fans? Anything I'd like to say to my fans? Well, um, I'd like to say support me financially would actually go a really long way. Um, obviously, obviously, like, like, favorite, subscribe, uh, do other things you do at the end of another podcast. But for this one, um, this week, you're going to share this with yourself. I think, if anything, what we've learned is talking with yourself, having these discussions can actually go a really long way. You can figure out who you are as a person. You can delve into some of your psyche, um, learn a lot about yourself, really work out like, are you a Tommy? Are you a Drew Pickles? Are you, you know, like there's a lot of questions that you maybe have for yourself and actually having these discussions can lead to you getting those answers. I think a lot of times we kind of bottle up ideas and we don't express them and it can go a long way just saying those those things so if you could share this episode with yourself that actually go along especially if you're like if you're dealing with your own multiversal crisis obviously these things are happening at a drop of a hat we have dr strange we have everything everywhere all at once um that flash movie that's probably never going to come out you know like all of this multiverse stuff is it's exciting and it's thrilling and it's exciting and it's gauche and it's just it's just fun. It's just good fun. So if you're also dealing with your own multiversal crisis on infinite earths, then contact yourself, talk to them, reach out there. You might actually find that you have a lot in common. <laughs> Cheese slices. I love it. I love this guy. <laughs> oh, so I think we should probably say this together, right? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Play the song. Hi, can I get a big tall boy?